Okay. Hi, I'm Beth. And I'm Sadie. And you're listening to Mixed Politics. Welcome to episode 20. We're out of the teens. <laughs> <laughs> episode ah, 20. That's so exciting. Yes. So it's like, what's the next milestone? 100? 50? I say 50. 50 is the next milestone. All right. Help us get there. <laughs> no, please don't. What? No, because like, if people help us get there, that means they're doing like dumb shit in like the week. <laughs> like some kind of political upheaval or some kind of weirdness. And now we have to talk about it. Like, yeah. You remember a couple of weeks where it was just like, ain't shit happening? Like, yeah. Just after Biden, just after January 6th. And yes, like, yes. everything was January 6th. And then it was just like, well, what are we? There's ain't, nothing to ain't talk nothing about. happening. Like everything is. But then <laughs> Texas just kept fucking up. So they're mm-hmm. giving us lots of material. All right. Well, what are you drinking tonight, Stanie? I am drinking what I have decided to call <laughs> a bull in an orchard. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I couldn't find anything Chinese to mix with the thing to make it a bull in a china shop. That was my plan. I wanted to, okay. but I couldn't find a good Chinese drink to mix with rum. Well, what's in here is rum, raspberry lemonade, and Red Bull, hence the bull part. Um... But God, it's good. It is good. I tried it too. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. What are you drinking tonight? I am calling this a Bohemian Handmaiden. It's got Bacardi Black, Zevia, and lime juice. How does the Handmaiden part work in? Because we're our topic tonight. Oh, which is go ahead and tell us what are we <laughs> talking about tonight, Ben? <laughs> What's going on with the Texas abortion ban? Yeah. So I had to throw the handmaiden in there and Bohemian just because you know it's fun. It's fun. So all right, yeah. Let's get. I think we should cheers before we get into this. Please. <laughs> Hey man, I hope you have a good episode. Oh. This is great. This is good. This is big for you. This I'm a is fan. um it's a very heavy topic. And I want to give a disclaimer before we get started because my soul is tired. My brain is tired. And my heart is really really tired. Yeah. Every time I talk about this topic, I piss people off. And mostly because not because of what I'm actually saying, but because of what people are projecting onto me mm-hmm. because they're fighting arguments that I don't make. And before we dive in, I just want to encourage everyone to listen to the words that we're saying. <laughs> don't project other feelings onto what we're saying. Okay. And if you want to know how I personally feel about abortion, don't assume. You can either extract what I'm actually, if I am going to give my opinion about that during this episode, cool. I probably won't. But uh, if you don't hear me say it, don't assume. Purpose of this podcast for me is to educate people. And... You dirty liberal. <laughs> <laughs> I, we sometimes cover some of the talking points other people cover, but that's not what we're primarily doing here. We talk about things in depth. We also want to say the things that people aren't saying. Yeah. So I'm not here say to Say the just, things people aren't saying if they make sense. If they make not sense, Not just yes. fucking, let me be Jim Jordan <laughs> and, and say the dumb shit people aren't saying right. because it is dumb. Exactly. So we're here to give... <laughs> analysis and it's not somebody else's analysis unless we say it's somebody else's analysis but really this is how we feel um the analysis of the law that we're going to talk about or the reasons why people have abortions uh how a woman's body works so to prepare for this episode i brought this perspective that i'm going to talk about tonight to a group of men who were discussing abortion and it didn't go well. Oh, you had like one of those fucking CNN panels, like you know no. when they when, when you know when they have elections and it's like so so what did you think about the rally and like <laughs> one guy's like well I'm convinced now I'll vote. Right? Right? Did, you, did you? I wanted I want the fucking pictures. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> like, uh, like Frank Luntz. Yes. yes. Frank, Frank Luntz shows up with his. With That's yeah. what I wanted. I wish I could have done it that way. That probably would have been a little bit more fruitful. Oh man. But it didn't go well, and. Th- in the past 24 hours, because I brought up an opinion that men should do more to take responsibility for uh, preventing pregnancy, here's what I've been told. That I'm a whore, 
that I must be either a slut or somebody who's not getting any sex. I'm a childish hoe. I'm a sodomite. I don't have morals. My husband should divorce me. I like to murder babies. I need Jesus in my life. I haven't earned, this is my favorite, I haven't earned the, the title of woman yet because in order for a woman to be earning that title, you have to do the right thing. Which is, well, have Whatever children? that means, I have no idea. Oh. Um, I've also been told I'm crazy. I need to put on a mask and shut up. I don't care about humanity. <clears throat> I don't understand men's needs. I'm sorry, what part? I don't want to get involved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. My, my personality is just like, nope, nope, not doing it. Okay. Um, I've also was told since I can't get pregnant, I should take a seat. Uh, I'm, I'm a liar, and I don't really believe what it is that I'm saying. So I got all of these things thrown at me because merely because I was saying that men should do more to prevent pregnancy. So think about that. This happens every time women talk about this issue. There's somebody or a group of people who come in and start slinging this stuff. And this list that I just read was just the last 24 hours, okay? So I implore you two things. If you have comments about this podcast, please comment on what we are saying, what we are saying, not on what somebody else has said or what you've heard other people say. Um, And men, if you're disgusted by that list of things that I just read off, please know that other women have heard that too, probably within the last 24 hours as well. We women are really tired. We get this all the time. And as soon as we have an opinion, somehow it becomes our fault that we get pregnant and um, we need to just, I guess, keep our legs closed is what the uh, bottom line always seems to be. Yet. We, these, I know these people are ignorant. I know that they're simpletons. I know they're projecting their securities. But guys, these people exist. They're loud. They drain our souls and they write our laws. That's why this is important. And so when you hear or see other men saying this stuff, women, women can't do anything about it. We get beat up either physically, mentally, emotionally. We get beat up for trying to counter this argument. So sorry to say, but you guys, this is a this is an issue that men are going to have to help out with. Women can't stop this. Men, if you want to help, you do well to counter this behavior. Correct it when you see it or when you hear it, because we women can't do anything at this point. So um, that being said, I'm not here to make an argument about morality. I'm not here. I mean, you're welcome to if you want. But what we're doing here is to talk about abortion, what it is, what the law says in Texas, what the repercussions are. That's it. We might tack on some other things for our Patreon supporters, but just note that I am not going to argue with you if you're going to throw insults at us. Okay. You're not here to change anybody's mind if you're going to be insulting us. So, we can argue all day long about the place and the time and the manner of abortions happening, but we have to be very specific that this is a medical procedure. It's a medical procedure. That's it. That's the context of what we're talking about. And why am I making such a big deal about that? Because the spirit of the Texas law clearly doesn't view abortion as a medical procedure, but as something that irresponsible people do to try to correct a mistake. It's completely isolating the reasons for the procedure, and it has nothing to do with a mistake. It's, it's replacing that with a judgmental and a callous political view. The law is purely political. Isn't it purely political just to get like evangelicals like on mm-hmm. their side and like the numbers of those people? Yeah, absolutely. This was a political and there, and there are a number of other laws that are very similar. Yes. Or or talking points against like guidance, like the whole 
gay marriage is obviously another yes. one. It's like, you know, if you can be on whatever side the evangelicals can be on, then you'll win their votes, you'll get their money, you'll get their support, whatever. Mm-hmm. Another one that's not even really like a law. I think it's more like of a guidance. I think like that's a transgender bathroom thing. Yes. Like just come, just go to work, man. Fucking pay your bills and go go home. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) This is an issue that has been so politicized, but there are so many groups pushing this effort to write these laws. They are fighting a culture war. And again, this, te- this law, the reason that I'm so passionate about this is because the law is written not from an objective point of view about the medical procedure itself. Mm-hmm. Because there are reasons that women have to get this procedure done that have nothing to do with an elective procedure. It wasn't something that they just woke up one day and said, no, I don't want to be pregnant anymore. I know people who have had this procedure done to save their life. And it's more than one person. It's a lot of women that I know. This happens more than, than people could, pr- would possibly ever want to know about. And the law was written, it was rooted in ignorance, a lot of ignorance, of how a, a menstruating person's biology is. I'm not even going to say women, because transgender, female to male, they are. They could also be menstruating. So, this is not just a woman's issue. But they. I don't care. <laughs> so. But those people can't have abortions. Oh, they can. Yeah. So we're talking about female to male. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah, oh. Female ah, to male. Ah, they I'm still, there with you. They still. Yeah. Yeah. Got have you. The potential got you, got you, for that. Got you, got you. And my my fault, community. Don't listen, man. I want I want my podcast to work. <laughs> Don't do the cancel shit. Like I'm right? on your team, right? <laughs> um, Just heard wrong. <laughs> Leave me alone. Thank you. Yeah, we're good. We're good. So, a miscarriage, an ectopic pregnancy, a tubal pregnancy. These are things that require. Uh, well, a miscarriage sometimes might require, but the others mm-hmm. definitely do require what's called a DNC, a uh, dilation and curettage. It is something that removes tissue and other things from the uterus because it is becoming... Hazardous to the health of the host. Yes, exactly. And I hate saying host because that's kind of sounds like the woman's an incubator and that no it's no it's well there's another way to look at it right if there's something inside you that's killing you it's almost like it's this becoming parasitic so you are a host not 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 host like not host like you know a derogatory term or whatever it's like you're literally (laughs) hosting something that is trying to eat you alive exactly and the women that i know who've had this procedure vast majority of them have had it because it became toxic and they would have died. Mm -hmm. So I needed to state that, that whole disclaimer before we get into the law, the actual law in Texas, because we need to view this from the perspective of ignorance, of the fact, the fact that women do have this procedure for medical necessity to save their own life. It happens Mm -hmm. a lot. So when I tell you and, and, what this and, law says, and it doesn't happen in the time frame that this law is trying to not like, at all trying to make it seem not like it happens. Not at all. It is something it. that usually happens. Well, sometimes it happens early enough, but we're talking a month or two in. Yeah. So what is what does this law actually say? What, yeah. what does the law what is the law saying that you can or cannot <laughs> do? or will or will not do, or will be persecuted if you do, and how much money do we stand to gain if, if we fucking tell on somebody? Yes, yeah, so in a nutshell, and I will deep dive a little bit, but in a nutshell, any person who has an abortion gives, or let's say a woman or a menstruating person or a person who is pregnant who has an abortion a provider who gives the abortion, a person who pays for the abortion, a person who gives a ride to the abortion clinic, anybody along that path, anybody who's aware of it and doesn't stop it, can be sued by a Texas citizen, not by the government, not by an agency. No, it's by a citizen who 
How, how do you stop somebody from like going into a building? Like you want me to they, go tackle a pregnant woman and be like, pregnant. hey, like yes, they wanted to cause, stop. Cause I right, imagine if I'm like a fucking Uber driver and I'm just like, oh, okay, where are we going today? Oh, 147 South Texas Street mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm driving along. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I see the fucking thing coming up on and the bing, bing, you're 200 feet away. And I stop and I'm like, holy shit. This is, an, this is an abortion clinic. Are you are you going in for an abortion? First of all, one star. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get that out the way. But then now it's the one star state, so you know, one star rating. Somebody said this week that the, the one star is is, is a rating. Oh uh, poor Texas. That's but true. so at that point now as an Uber driver, yeah. because because if I see it and I don't stop it, if I don't yes. do anything, now I got to lock her in the car and drive away. Or if she's already out walking about going to her business, I got to, yeah. you know, go over there and TJ Watt. Wrestle this pregnant woman to the door yeah. or stand in front of the door. Hey, no, no. Yeah. Because cause now I'm a liability. You're a liability. I, I took you here. Yes, exactly. That's what they're saying. That's what this, this law says. If you know about it and do not stop it, if you give them a ride, if you pay for it, if you're in any way connected to the abortion happening, you could be sued by another citizen. And if if you go, if the, the case goes forward, now the person who is being sued has to prove that they didn't participate. It's guilty until proven innocent in that case. They must oh. prove that they were innocent of the charges and if they can't prove it, then the uh, the claimant, the person who brought the lawsuit, is awarded $10,000. So what if, like, the person is, like, for example, a clerk, and they work there, right? And this is, like, Saturday, and it's their off day, and they're just like, oh, shit, I forgot my purse. Mm-hmm. I got to go into so work. they just were there for five minutes? Right, but, but same shit. You take the Uber driver, and the Uber driver's like, you going in here? And he's like, no, I'm just trying to get my, no, no. And it's like a whole big thing. And she's like, I'm trying to get my fucking purse. And now, yes. now somebody else is suing. And she's like, look, I'm not even pregnant. So now I have to prove that I'm not pregnant because I just wanted to get my purse. Yeah. What? Ah. So you see how quickly this falls apart. I just, I mean, never even talked about this before. I literally sat here and just came up with those two bullshit scenarios yes. out of my head. If this is the first time you're watching, we don't share our, all of the deep dive talking points that we're going to talk about before we start this episode. He did not know this information. So yes, it is so simple to break this thing apart and be like, this is stupid. Oh God. Like, what happens if? What happens if? And... It, it is that's why it's evident this is political in nature mm. it is not medically sound it is not analytically sound it is very subjective and it, it has one goal in mind to ban all abortions so you know what you know what's significant to me about this stupid bill hmm. um the time frame mm-hmm. um yeah and it's like you have six weeks no you don't so for the people <laughs> For the people who have periods, you know that's a four-week exchange. Mm-hmm. Thank you for saying that because <laughs> I actually had some notes here so, that I was going to have to uh, do a little remedial biology lesson of what a woman's so period is like. No, let's not do that. Come on now. <laughs> well, but I think Come on, man. I wasn't going to say more than... Here's the thing. There are four phases in a menstrual cycle, and it lasts, on average, 28 days. This is not something where the menstrual cycle is seven days long and it's only the bleeding part. No, no, no. And women have so many factors that can change. So the stress, the Mm. amount of sleep, what they eat, drink, how much exercise, what type of exercise, genetics, illness, medication, all of these things can affect the menstrual cycle so that it might not be 28 days. It could be 30 days one month. It could be 16 the next month. All of these factors change the cycle, and there's four phases of that cycle, but when you when you get to the to the actual menstrual flow part, mm-hmm. and you are you're supposed to, and you're just like, oh shit, it's not coming. Ah, it's cool. I'm gonna just give it a, a couple of days, mm-hmm. and then like two three days, and you're just like, oh shit, it's not coming. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point, <laughs> just so y'all know, 
She already three days into the fifth week. Yes. yes. <laughs> Just let me, conversation. Let me break this down she because you're absolutely right. So the reason I wanted to mention the four phases is because oh, any one of those four phases within that 28-ish day cycle could become extended or shortened based on all of those factors I just mentioned. Yeah. So it is very typical that women don't start their period the day that they're supposed to because, again, they could just be stressed. They could be, you know, no sleep. Yeah. So also pregnancy in this law and in the medical community. So, hey, let me give kudos where it's due. At least whoever wrote this law understood that the medical community calculates pregnancy not from the date of ejaculation into the woman's body, but actually two weeks prior, two-ish weeks prior. Pregnancy is calculated based on the first day of her most recent menstrual cycle. So, and that's about two weeks before she gets pregnant before she actually gets pregnant and it is a complete falsehood and governor abbott is even he's either ignorant or he fucking knows and he's lying when he says women have six weeks to get an abortion they don't because let's say let's say she gets (laughs) pregnant i don't know why you're making it sound like you can get pregnant on like the first day of your cycle no you can't the first day of the cycle is the bleeding day like like, i i think i think a lot of people who don't understand how how terrible this is really think the six weeks is like the start of the pregnancy Uh, and then it's like well when you're pregnant now you have six weeks it's like no idiot i have nine days they don't at best at be- yes. And that's if I'm really fast. Like, right. um, as a woman, I'm really yeah. into it. I'm just like, wait, my shit is usually on 24th. It is right. now the 29th. That's five days. Okay, right. now I gotta go take a test. Now we're, I gotta we're go. Gonna, well, we're gonna get, on, there. Right? get there. I'm gonna give it an entire timeline to, <laughs> to show exactly how ridiculous this is. So the law says, and I'm quoting here gestational age means the amount of time that has elapsed from the first day of a woman's last menstrual period. So the, the law acknowledges that. The day she actually has sex and a man ejaculates into her and impregnates her, the gestation period begins two weeks prior to that. Two weeks prior. So, the 40-week pregnancy is calculated that way in doctor's offices, so at least they're consistent there. That leaves us with two weeks removed from the time that a woman can seek medical attention. Two weeks of that before sex even happened. So, Governor Abbott's a fucking liar or he's an ignorant prick. For or, saying that. Or both. Or Two both. things can be true at the same time. Or both. <laughs> <sighs> I feel like... Okay, let me just say, state this before I go on to my next point. If this podcast is the first that you're hearing about the four phases of a menstrual cycle and how many days long it is, and when a woman can get pregnant within her cycle and the fact that pregnancy is calculated two weeks before the sex date, you should not be making laws about women's bodies, period. <laughs> no, actually, that's not necessarily true because I, I knew this people, before I had sex. I know a lot of people that are married who don't know this shit. So, so you should not be making laws if you do not know how a menstrual cycle works. Do not be making laws about women's bodies. Okay. Also, liberals, y'all need to do better. I'm really pissed at you guys. You want to know why? Because the current talking points. All say, listen to any major news media. They say, six weeks is before most women know they're pregnant. That makes it sound like it's her fault. Like, this is how it's being perceived. Mm. That a menstruating person just doesn't know they're pregnant at six weeks because maybe they weren't paying attention. Stop it. Stop that. What you should be saying is six weeks is before most women could possibly know that they're pregnant. This has nothing to do with a woman looking at her calendar Exactly like Stanley, what he was saying a few minutes ago. We're going to go there now. So women's cycles are often irregular because of the food, because of environmental issues, mm-hmm. illness, medication, whatever. So when a, a woman has sex, two weeks later is the very earliest that she could possibly know that she skipped a period. So now we're four weeks and, into and, pregnancy. And that's honestly, uh, not that I'm like super impregnator or anything, <laughs> but like... There, I don't think there's a woman on the planet that knows, like, huh, I've missed my period oh, today, I do. and so I am 
definitely pregnant. Oh, so I do. Actually, I keep it in my... I have an app that I use. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and I can't get pregnant, so... No, I, no, no, but, but, but what I'm but saying... But what I'm saying I is... I know exactly it, when it's supposed to be. Right, no, no, I'm not saying you don't know when it's supposed to be. I'm saying that the first missed day doesn't automatically oh. equate to... I'm now one day. I'm I'm now however many that's, days pregnant. That's what we're because that's what they're that's what they're trying. Know. Yeah, you don't know. We don't know. You gotta go confirm it somehow. Yes. And usually, yes. usually, unless you're unless you're a paranoid woman or you've been trying to get pregnant yes. for, for however long. Yes. There's no way on the next morning you're just like you're just like, oh shit, it's 27. We're having a baby. That doesn't happen because, because women will absolutely go into a state of torture, whether they're happy about a pregnancy or not happy about a pregnancy. It is torture for us because y'all, you you guys just like you, you get off and then you're like, Boop, I feel good. And then you don't think twice about it. That's not how I get off. Okay. All right. But, <laughs> but women fear this or are waiting anxiously for this for the mm. next two weeks from the time you have sex until you're you know it, it if you're if you're having sex around your ovulation period where you're going to get pregnant for the next two weeks it's it's just like waiting 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 am i am i yeah. am i and, and the, then and, the and people, by that point you're four weeks pregnant you're not two weeks pregnant you're yeah. four weeks pregnant by the time by the earliest point at by which that, you by that first possibly day you know, know that you missed your period so you're now four weeks pregnant and so now you only have two weeks left yeah. to do all the action. And I'm going to do a, a whole list of the Texas laws and the things that you need to do if you are pregnant. If you've ever been a part of like actually like trying to have a baby mm-hmm. or somebody in your family, like your sister or somebody you're close to or whatever, yeah. like it's nerve rattling. It, if you're yeah. trying and you're just like, okay, so we did it literally every single day I was ovulating. Right. And now I sit and wait for wait. two whole fucking weeks to figure out if it worked. And then the first day you're just like, huh? Peter's not here. Yeah. Okay, so we got to go get yes. a test. And you get the test, and it's like, well, that one isn't definitive. Mm-hmm. All right, let me, let's get another test. Let's get the other type. Not, right. not the stick, but the cup. Right. And then you do, and then, and then you know, some kind of, let's say, okay, two ways it can go. You got, you're either pregnant or you're not pregnant, right? right? So more often than not, when you're actively trying, <laughs> it's so weird, when you're actively trying to have a child, you know, she she's like, well, it says I'm not pregnant, but my period's not here this is so fucking weird so now it's and then like, it's like well what the hell and then, and then so for the next two three days the whole family's in like a you know a yeah. whole nucleus family's just yeah. like oh, what's going on okay take another test tomorrow morning right. did, did you do, did you pee in the morning right. when you woke up or did, was that did you do it midstream or would you like it's so invasive it's, and terrible it is. but also it gets to the point where it's just like oh my period's here right three days late Fuck, we exactly. gotta go through a month of this again. Exactly. And I don't think these people who are making the laws understand that they it's don't. a four-week recycled process. So yes. how you get six? You you get two weeks grace at best? Yeah, exactly. So number one, they right? don't realize that pregnancy is calculated from two weeks prior to sex. So there's two weeks down. And then two weeks to wait for the missed period. And then when the missed period happens, exactly like you just said, women are taking pregnancy tests at home. But that's not necessarily confirmation that they are pregnant mm. because it could be a positive test. But that still is not proof positive that they're pregnant. They have to go see their doctor. So let me give you um, a real quick thing, a note about this this law. By the way, it's Senate Bill 8. I forgot to mention that. Texas Senate Texas Bill 8. Senate Bill not 8. federal. Not, not federal. Yes. Texas Senate Bill 8 states that it does not override any pre-existing laws. So what the fuck is it then? I'm sorry. I'm not... <laughs> that just really just kills. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't override Roe v. Wade. Then throw it in the trash. No, no, no. That's not. That's not. Not what I'm referring yeah. to. It does not override any pre-existing anti-abortion laws in mm. Texas. A limit on time, location, or manner of abortions that already exist. So there are existing laws that require wait times to have counseling within a certain hundred mile radius and all that kind of stuff. By so, the way, I'd like to point out. I don't know if you're planning to or you i don't know um this law or like catching the 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 criminal Mm -hmm. this is not like a criminal law that does like criminal punishment it's completely punitive yes and like i don't remember who i remember who it was that said like i read it somewhere or somebody said it to me where if it was like if the penalty for breaking a law is a fine then it's a law that governs poor people this is true. Because I promise you, if you're rich enough, 
you don't get on a private jet and fly to Cancun and have an abortion and then fly back by evening. They'll just go to a neighboring state. I mean, yes, this is punitive in nature and completely rooted in, again, not seeing this as a medical procedure, seeing it as something that they want to eradicate completely, mm. which is why it doesn't take any of this medical information into account, which we are, we're just, I mean, we're two people who happen, like he has children, I don't, but I have friends who have been family planning for years. So we just, being two individual people living in the United States of America, know a plethora of people who have been through this before. Mm-hmm. And we can poke holes in this law so easily. Yeah, just like poking a hole in a condom. I know <laughs> your mind went there. I said it. I know. Come on now. Yeah, I guess. So, because this Senate bill, Texas Senate Bill 8, does not override any existing laws, let's go through an actual scenario of what's going to happen. Now that we know that pregnancy is calculated from two weeks before sex, and now you can't... Two weeks, be- two weeks before ovulation. Well, but we're just talking about, they're saying that the, the law that Governor Abbott describes is that a woman has six weeks after she has sex to get an abortion. That's that ain't true, my guy. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's describing it as six weeks from the time of ejaculation and, into her and no one is looking was, into it like you and i to be like no bitch you off by at least two weeks if you want to give a woman two weeks if you want to give a woman six weeks grace yeah. you that grace needs to start when she can find out if she's pregnant or Missed not. period yes that's when it should that, be. that's it yes. so this six weeks is it's like it's one it's it's little it's literal politics it's bait and yes. switch it's like you have six weeks but you really don't you really have two you have two weeks so we have two weeks at the beginning of the six-week pregnancy that yeah. are just pre-sex. Then you have two weeks before she could even miss her period. Right. So now we have four weeks of time. Oh, no. time this time, this time ain't even, this isn't relevant. It's not actionable time. So now we're down to two weeks. We have two weeks of actionable time. So let's talk hey, about what she has to do. You know what? Do. Find somebody who has had a successful abortion in any state. And ask them if you can like walk in today and schedule it tomorrow. No, it, that's impossible. So it's you gotta account for it. You gotta account for. We're gonna get making the appointment. We're, we're, hold on, hold getting on. scheduled. Don't step on my talking points. I'm the, I'm just about to go there. By the way, I've never had an abortion. Don't ask me how I know this. I did my research. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's exactly what I'm gonna outline right now. So in. The two weeks that she has left before she is banned from having abortions, mm. she has to, number one, have an inkling that she's pregnant. She has to test for the pregnancy at home or at a doctor's office. She has to see the doctor for confirmation of the pregnancy. Yeah. She has to then make the life-altering decision about whether she's going to terminate the pregnancy or go forward with it. Mm-hmm. She has to, I don't know, potentially notify the person who impregnated her. Whether, I don't know, that's her choice to do that. But if she's going to, she's got to do that too. She has to find the provider that can do the abortion and schedule the appointment. And have an appointment within them fucking two weeks. Hold on. Find a counselor and schedule an appointment and receive in-person counseling at a facility within 100 miles of the abortion provider so that they can receive counseling about why they shouldn't have an abortion. That is mandated by law. Yeah, I know. Not just Texas. This in a number of states. I was about to bring that up. It's not just Texas. Like, you have to have counseling a certain number of days before the actual procedure Mm -hmm. within a number of of, of, uh, time frame or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you you know what it's like? This reminds me of, it's like when they, kids that used to go to gay camp. Mm-hmm. And they yes. used to like pray the gay away or whatever. It's like away. you have already decided between yourself, your maker, or whatever, and the, and your spouse, husband, wife, whatever the fuck, however you mm-hmm. got pregnant, and you had to deal with all of that. And now you're gonna sit with a complete fucking stranger, and they're gonna try to convince you. And however long this counseling session is supposed to take, whether one time or two times or three hours or whatever, right. to you don't want to do this. You don't want to be a baby murderer. Don't kill this baby. This baby could be the next Michael Jordan. By the way, there's only one Michael Jordan ever in existence, ever. But they give you this spiel where it's just like, your baby could be the next LeBron James. No, no, it's not. Your baby going to be regular ass Joe Schmo. Now, can you imagine, I don't know if you you were thinking about this, but can you imagine going to that 
three hour counselor session or whatever, you already know that you want to have an abortion because right. you scheduled it. That's why you're on this path. Right. So you go to this counseling session and, you know, this man or woman or whatever convinces you, you know, you're going to burn in hell, you know, whatever, whatever, blah, blah. What about your soul? What about your baby's soul? Yada, yada. And you don't want to do this. And you fucking cry and you sob because this person's just knocking on your, you know, all your neurotransmitters. And now you have to go back home to the guy who you got pregnant with. And when you left here in the morning, you were supposed to go go through this and deal with this because we have an abortion in three days. And then you're just like, I don't know. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want my baby to go to hell. I think I want to have this child. Jesus Mom, fucking Christ. It's, Here we are. It's manipulation. It's torture. <laughs> it is. It is. It's wrong. It's wrong. The number of hoops that she has to go through to make a decision mm-hmm. that was difficult for her to make in the first in place. In the first place. Now, and that's not even all. So the, after the counseling session, they must make, wait a minimum of 24 hours, but then they also have to have an, an intravaginal ultrasound and then that also has to be 24 hours before the abortion procedure itself. So we just lost three days. I did the two weeks that we had left. No, no, no. No, you lost three days. But that is best, if if there's a best case scenario. Best case scenario where you get the appointment that you want yeah, at the place the that you want. Day, the, like, the, right, yes, exactly. <laughs> so let's, let, let, me, let me run through that list again so we have it all at once. So... She has to know she's pregnant. Mm. She has to have a pregnancy test at home or go see a doctor. She has to, excuse me, have the doctor confirm the pregnancy. She has to decide that she wants to have an abortion. She has to maybe notify the person who impregnated her. Find a provider to perform the abortion. Schedule a counseling appointment within a 100-mile radius of that. Also, more than 24 hours before the abortion itself. Then also have the transvaginal ultrasound more than 24 hours beforehand. All of these things must be done within that two-week period. Could you do all that shit in two weeks? Could you find a doctor to confirm that you're pregnant to begin with? I mean, ladies, how many times have you tried to get into your gynecologist? And it's, they tell it's, you it's like you got four weeks It's out. weeks. It's weeks. So you have to see just your so, doctor. Wait, before, you even, before you even move past that, because it is weeks just to set the appoint, appointment, it's over already. Exactly. We're done. We don't have to get to that the is, other valid points that right. you got to list off. You can't make the appointment. You cannot do this. So it's over. That is exactly why this episode is called Texas Abortion Ban. It is banning because you cannot find a provider within 100 miles of a counselor that could also get you the appointments within the two weeks. Also within the time frame that you can confirm with your gynecologist that you're actually pregnant. No. Yeah. And so... We can't do this in two weeks. And Governor Abbott, again, either he's fucking ignorant and he shouldn't be writing the, or signing these laws anyway, yeah, he or he knows and he is purposely misleading the public by saying that they have six weeks. He knows. This angers me to no end. He knows. His handlers know. The fucking donors know. Like, the entire Texas legislature know. Like, they just... Here's the thing. Not just at the local and state level, at the federal level. These senators, these legislatures, these law um, makers or whatever, they perpetuate this cycle of believe only me and I have the right idea. And because I'm a senator, I have intel or something that you don't have. Right. And it's like, yo, if you want to open any biology textbook any google website or whatever and just like just go read of how pregnancy works and the timing and the time frame or whatever as soon as you're done you just be like well six weeks can't work immediately like you don't have to be fucking einstein just look at the numbers and you'd be like well six weeks can't work it can't work it's not possible and you know what else if you ever look up the size they do these size comparisons when you actually do get pregnant of what your baby is like oh, now, yeah. where it's yeah. like, oh, it's the sign of a grain of sand. It's the size of a green pea. Mm-hmm. It's the size of a red bean, a kidney bean. A di- and it's like, bro, this this what y'all are on, on the internet arguing about. Mm-hmm. This what y'all are on the arguing about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to stop. Go find something to do. Get a fucking hobby. Mm-hmm. And leave the 50% of the population alone that has to deal with this. Let them deal with it and get the fuck out their way. That is what's know. so <laughs> angering to me. I mean, it's six, a- six weeks. And if we are honest and go with the fact that it is only two weeks, go to Google and be like, what is the size of a fetus? 
at two weeks. You won't even have a microscope good enough anywhere where you can go see that yourself. Yeah. Bro, just come on, man. Go play a game, man. This is why women are so tired at this point. Because we shouldn't have to explain this over and over again. Again, I am not saying... I mean, I, I know that there are people who are going to say that abortion is wrong. Mm. That's not what we're here to discuss. We're talking about the factual timeline of how a pregnancy works... And the, the vast majority of women who have been faced with this decision have not been happy about it. Mm-hmm. This is not an easy decision to make to begin with, but then to be rushed through the process. Do you not understand that that's going to cause so Hi- much trauma? Hypoth- hypothetically, theoretically, on paper, rush through the process because you cannot physically get the you appointment. Can't. You can't get the appointment. Especially now because so many women are, are scrambling to do this as soon as possible. It is going to, it's not going it's, it's to. The backlog is going to be. The backlog steer, is going yeah. to be huge. Exactly. It's now and, that they're and, going to other states. And, and the fact that the states that usually have restrictive laws like this usually have the least amount of service providers yes. or like, you know, Planned Parenthood places or whatever. So you might have three within a hundred mile radius Mm -hmm. from you, which is roughly a two hour drive. And you can't get an appointment in any three of these places. So the the entirety of this law is you tried it. Go have your baby. Right. They, they honestly are taking away any possibility for an abortion to be possible. So for those who want abortion to be banned, congratulations, you got what you wanted. Yay. The thing is, it's not going to stop. Number one, it's not going to stop abortions It's from not going to stop any number of abortions. The number of abortions are not going to decrease. It's not going to decrease because they're going to go to other states. So it's not going to prevent abortion from happening. But number two, women who do need this procedure for medical reasons to save their life, the Texas Senate Bill 8 does have a provision in there that states that if a, an abortion provider is going to perform the procedure in order to save the life of the woman, mm-hmm. that they must then document the reasons for it. They also... Now, this is extremely invasive. Well, wasn't it documented before in her in, in her files? Well, of course. And then they have to keep it in their file in case they're sued. Then they can make the claim that it was for medical... Uh, it was a medical necessity. But here's mm. the thing. the The things that are asked of... The doctor to write in that woman's file is disgusting. On a human level, it is absolutely invasive and disgusting. They ask how many uh, pregnancies this person has had, how many prior abortions they may have had, what was the medical reason for them to have a life-saving procedure. All of that has to be documented. Now, let me ask you, what does a what does a woman's sex life or prior pregnancy history have anything to do with the current, the current procedure that, that she's having. having? It has nothing to do with that. Mm. But what they're trying to do, again, painting the picture from the get-go, this is not like a this, law that's like, written about like, a medical procedure. Like this, this person is, is a serial aborter. They are assuming <laughs> that women who will have this procedure are sluts and whores who are using it as birth control, oh, man. which is exactly why I was called a slut and like, a whore and everything a, a, else. A habitual lion stepper, like a habitual ab- aborter. Like, do you know anyone who's had like five abortions? No, I don't know. No, I know somebody who has had two because. They were both medically necessary. We're talking she would have died if they wouldn't have had this procedure. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes, a person who, for medical reasons, needs to have this procedure done, it's usually because something biologically is not working properly. And I hate to even put it in those terms because what's really proper, what's normal you know, women's bodies are complex. Functioning at but, optimum. Yes. So if they're not fu- functioning at optimum, then they're probably going to have the same issue multiple pregnancies in a row. Uh, yeah. So if people are having multiple abortions, there are going to be some that are doing it for birth control. But the vast majority of women who have this procedure done, number one, don't want to have this procedure done, but they do it to save their lives. And number two, they're not doing it for birth control. They're trying to actually have a family. Like, and, yo. I promise you, you cannot find a vast majority of women who are just like every like four or five times a year. I want somebody ripping out my no. my uterine lining. No, that's not. Women don't want to no. lay down on a thing and just be like, okay, go, go again, doc. 
Right. Hey, how's the kids? Saw you last month. How's piano lessons for the little <laughs> one? Crap. Thank you. Hey, check it. I'll be back here in two months. You know how it is. That's never That's happened. Not happen. like, <laughs> exactly. And so let me just say that what? if you're listening to this and if you're getting angry because you think we're wrong about this, Go talk to some woman. Make friends with women. Any person's assumption that women do this because they're whores and sluts and they don't and they're using it for birth control, that says more about you than it does about them. Because that actually shows that you have a very negative viewpoint of women in general, which says a lot about you. This right. is not this I mean, you have to you have to ask women about their experiences. I've cried with women listening to their stories. I have never, here's where I'm going to give my personal information so you, you know where to. I stand. No, you don't have to. I've never had an abortion. Me neither. It doesn't mean that I can't have an opinion on this. It doesn't mean that I would personally have one. It doesn't mean uh, that. I don't. I honestly don't know. I have been in a position where I was sexually assaulted and I thought, oh my God, what would I do? Thankfully, I did not get pregnant. Damn. But this is something that so many women have had to be faced with. It's not about whether I would personally have an abortion. That's not where my stance is. It's yeah. not about me. So, hold on now. So, you just gave your personal stance. Do I have to do the same? No, you okay. do not. Absolutely not. No, I felt like it was the appropriate thing for me to say at that point. Because I don't like to see people labeling women in a certain way when this is a decision that does not hey, come easily. Hey, let me easily. tell you something. When it, when it all boils down to it, when it all boils down to it, and I know... Hey, gentlemen, gentlemen who are watching this, I know this is breaking the bro code. But hey, but Beth is my bro. I've known her for 21 years. I don't know you for none. So, <laughs> we all like sluts. <laughs> it's the truth, man. <laughs> like, if, if we didn't, strip clubs wouldn't exist. True. You know, hoes wouldn't be getting paid on the corner or whatever. That's we true. like sluts. That's true. Like, they are valuable members of society. Yes. That's the thing is that uh, so many people who have personal convictions don't need to project that onto the rest of society. This is not about you. This is about a medical procedure that is done for various reasons. And it's not, it's none of your business. It's yeah. none of your business why people do this. Now, I do want to touch on pro-life versus pro-choice because I really for years have felt and I'm actually grateful for an opportunity to finally be able to talk about this mm -hmm. the labels of pro-life and pro-choice are misused so much because a lot of people that I know that claim to be pro-life mm -hmm. are actually pro-choice because they would say now I would never personally have an abortion but I support other women's right to do that but they call themselves pro-life and it's like no 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 you're pro-choice this is about us not getting involved in other people's shit. Yeah. That's what the pro-choice argument is. You don't have to be You know what? You know for abortion. You know, what, you to know be what politically the fucking bullshit that I can't stand with? Mm -hmm. The same people who are pro-life are against big government. Mm -hmm. Meddling in your personal and interpersonal affairs that you can sort out between you and another individual or a doctor or whatever, yes. whatever. It's like, how confused are you fucking conservatives? Do you like big government? Because this is like, hey, if I'm going to get the vaccine, big government is mandating it. Uh -huh. But big government is stopping this woman from not having a baby for, you know, Trap Lord Tyler because... She was taking the antibiotics when she was on her birth control and it fucked yeah. it up. And yeah. now she's having a baby and she don't want to be having a baby for somebody that drive a Hellcat. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand. Well, here's the thing. Why I can answer it's okay that question. for big government to be in your face with this, but not in your face with vaccines and not be in your face with guns right. and not be in your face with right. this. But be, in, but be in your face when, when it comes to, to, to protesting and like running over people. I think Texas and Florida have laws now where it's like you cannot be prosecuted if you run over a protester. Right. Like what? Like it's some cartoon ass laws out here. Some cartoon like what yeah. the actual fuck? I know. Well, let me I, I can answer that question about why people are claiming to be um wanting to stop abortions but they're also kind of in favor of big government to do so it's a logical fallacy let me explain this in 
the simplest of terms because yeah. I know that there are some people watching who are going to feel this way. It's all about saving the babies. I get it. I get it. However, this law in Texas does not provide ease of access to a DNC when a woman has an ectopic pregnancy or tubal pregnancy um, or a miscarriage that's not shedding itself naturally and she needs to have that taken care of. Therefore, women will die. So you claim that you're trying to save the babies, but in order to save the babies in this manner, you will kill women. And that's the logical fallacy. That, that's not pro-life. It's not pro-life. So hey, please you have, be aware you, you of what you're have, fighting you for. You also ever notice, and like I'm not making this up, you realize that pro-life people are for the death penalty? Yes. God, dude, that's bothered so me. Frustrating dealing with these people because you can't talk to them because it's not it's not that they're like moving one goalpost. They got like eight goalposts. Yeah. And they just shoot into whichever fucking one they feel like right. what the, at this in this argument, in this conversation. Because that that same conversation you 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 were talking about saving the babies, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring it right back to the last podcast and the podcast before that. So we can't have an abortion after I'm not going to say six anymore. After two weeks. Yes, after two weeks. We can't have an abortion anymore after two weeks because you're killing the babies. You're murdering the babies. We got to save the babies. Okay, listen. We need all kids 12 and under to wear masks in their classroom because we haven't had a lot of clinical trials on children. And so we don't know if COVID would just fuck them up for life, kill them on the spot. Well, we have no idea. Nor we have any idea really what the vaccine would do for them so they can't really take it yet. So it's up for us as the adults, the grown people, the people over 12, to protect these people. And the best we can do is get vaccinated ourselves so that when they come home, we're not giving them shit to take back to school to give to other kids. And also, while they're at school, make them wear masks for every single moment that they can. Put the mask up. Put it up. Texas is like, nah. (laughs) Nah. Nah. Those are our freedoms. That is my right. And as a matter of fucking fact, my body, my choice. Isn't that the same argument that people who are pro fucking? This is how they spell freedom with a D U M B. Yes. I don't like. I don't understand if they don't hear the words coming out of their mouth because they're in one argument on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, whatever, whatever, and they're just like, no vaccines, no masks for our kids, no whatever. Mm-hmm. We have to ban abortion because we have to save the babies. Like, yo, so you want to save the baby inside the woman, but as soon as it gets out, hey man, that baby on his fucking own. Good luck. Let me figure it out because I I figured it out. I'm here. Baby need to figure it out too. We have to insert the clip of George Carlin because he did a routine on that years ago and it just explains it so well. That guy was a gem. He really was. So this is something that I, I feel so strongly people need to understand Mm. is that the pro-life versus pro-choice argument is so misconstrued and i know a lot of people who claim to be pro-life that when you ask them how do you how do you personally feel they're like oh i would never have one but i don't want other people to not have access to it well then you're Mm pro-choice but they can't say they're pro-choice because that comes with so much stigma now the pro-life group exactly to your point they are also, um, they tend to be, generally speaking, tend to be pro-death penalty. So here's the thing. If you ask them why they're pro-death penalty, they say, well, if you commit a crime and if you murder other people, then that means that you should be murdered too and you don't deserve to live. So in that case, so, let's just take so, that... So murder on, is okay. Let's just take that one step further and to say, so there is a scale that you have in which... If you do X, Y, Z, there, mm. there's the scale that you can you can judge people on to say that there are conditions under which you shouldn't be alive anymore. Yeah. How can you then deny that to the people who are saying that there are conditions upon which they should be able to terminate a pregnancy? In that same respect, there are conditions for those people. They see conditions under which a life should not proceed. So both ends of the spectrum are making the same argument, but somehow they seem to be clashing with one another because of politics. Mm-hmm. So let me give you some more politics before we get out of here. Yeah. Florida is next in line. Apparently, they've been gearing up um, to have a bill passed just like Texas because fucking Texas and Florida are like fucking shit. They're the butt of every joke. Outhouse and a pile of shit. 
and they're just competing for who can be the pile of shit. I don't know if you know, but you might know by the time this thing airs. Ron DeSantis is coming under fire in Florida um, for being the only state of 50 states in the United States of America that did not re-enlist in the pandemic era program to bring federal food aid to 2.1 million children from low-income homes. This program is called the Federal Child Food Aid Program. So this is the state or this is the governor who is getting ready to sign a very restrictive abortion bill just like his twin bro governor abbott in texas mm-hmm. same governor who's telling parents you know don't have your kids wear masks and is in court in and out of court trying to enforce his anti-mask mandate yeah but at the same time he is the only state that is going to cut off aid for 2.1 million children by not re-enlisting in this program. I think it's like a yearly annual thing where you have to be like, yeah, we have so many children in poverty, need mm-hmm. food or whatever, whatever, re-enlist. And he's just like, nah, nah. Dude, this guy is all about, these two dudes are all about killing children. But, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. These two dudes are all about killing children who are in school have names, yes. have hobbies, favorite yes. TV shows, yes. friends, learning to ride a bicycle, just got their yes. training wheels off or whatever, whatever. But children who we don't even know are going to make it. Right. Don't have no name. You can't tell me any of their facial features or any, none of that. Don't, some of them in two weeks definitely do not have a heartbeat. Those children need the utmost protection. But little Jimmy, little Sarah, little Crystal... You know, Nira and Nevin, fuck them kids, man. And this is where we are. Doesn't make any sense. Now, listen. um, My notes for this uh, podcast was the fact that men should not voice opinions on things that do not directly affect them. Which is why, for the past 50-something minutes... I have not voiced one motherfucking opinion. Because to be honest with you, I don't care, man. I do not have the brain cells to be fighting things that don't affect me. I love women. I like my friends that are women. And if they come to me and they're like, yo, this is a huge problem. We need your support on this. And it's not going to take any skin off my back to support. I mean, get all the money, get all the things, get all the greatness, get all the wonderful things in life. Do you be great? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go to the ballot box and be like, hey, what are my friends? This this thing on the ballot don't affect me, yay or nay. What do my friends want? Oh, all the women want the right to choose whatever the fuck they want to do with that. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and bubble that in. <laughs> and, li- and, and I move on with my life. And I won't have any conversations with people about abortions or not. Just like I don't give a fuck about ice hockey. I'm not having those conversations. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about abortion. Do what you want to do. Just stop talking to me about it and stop making laws to stop people from doing shit that don't affect. You know what really bothers me? The people who are online who are just like bleeding hearts who are just like, well, I care about. I remember I have having this conversation with a woman on Facebook um, way before I had children, maybe 10 years ago. And she was like, well, I care about your children. And I was like, I don't have any. You caring about mythical like unreal be you stupid i'm asking you to care about the people who are here that we can know and touch and you talking about well your children mean the world to me no they don't my first of all my children don't like you fuck you bitch <laughs> i don't understand why you think you need to care about my children you all the way fucking it's open virtue up. signaling that's what it's all it is it's virtue signaling it's frustrating so men take advice from staining Mind your fucking business. Yes. Mind your business. We women are just tired of it. You may or may not as a man have to deal with the issues of one, maybe two abortions for your entire life. Deal with abortions as they come to you directly as an issue that affects you. After that, shut the fuck up. Let other people drive their cars. Let other people buy their homes. Let other people work their rooms and their doctors and their decisions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know why this is so fucking hard. Like, why you want to do extra work? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> just leave people the All fuck alone and go watch football man that's right honestly your opinion is valid just to say shut the fuck up I, I appreciate that yeah I do tell these people how to meet you 
you and how to argue with you about this topic because I will never answer a motherfucker about some abortion. Like, I don't care. I know. I know. Well, we are on Twitch and YouTube, and we're also on Facebook and Instagram at mixed.politics, Twitter at mixedpolitics1. So you can send us an email at mixedpoliticspod at gmail.com. Uh, be sure to go subscribe to our audio podcast uh, because we did a couple weeks ago get one of our videos taken down for a couple hours on YouTube because, you know, AI really caught on to some of the keywords that we were using. So in case that should happen again, audio podcast is still available. Be sure to give us a rating there too. Give us some love because, you know, we like to hear from you guys. So we yeah. also are on Patreon and Stady's going to tell you about that. Yeah, you can go to Patreon. Patreon.com slash politics. You can get a nice hoodie like this one. And it yeah. says who we are, who you are. Um, you can come eat with us. You can come drink with us. You can come bartend. Um, you kick back to us. We kick back to you. And that's how that works. Mixed politics at Patreon.com slash politics. So yes. to our analysts, pundits, and experts. Cheers. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> Shit. <laughs>